Hello. Hey. Hey. It's always funny to me when your computer restarts, um, and you've got to go back to Chrome, and all your tabs are like just gone. You just feel a, a sense of like just regret and longing. I like I wanted a little. Um, my niece loves the show Bluey. Have you you probably know about it, but have you seen the show Bluey? I know about it from the time that you told me about it the first yeah. time. Yeah. And then okay. I went and looked it up, and yeah, I, I know Bluey. Okay, so <laughs> they she was like, you have to watch Bluey. They and then they were all like, even my brother and sister in law were like, you got to watch some of this show. <laughs> like, so they they sat me down, they showed me Bluey, and. It was, first of all, it's adorable. It's just a really well-made cartoon. Um, as we know, I'm not super into cartoons. But, you know, my brother was saying, like, my youngest niece reminds him of Bluey. Like, mm. how creative that care, like, you know, like, the creation and always wanting to play pretend and all this stuff. So I went to Target, and I saw they had, like, Bluey stuffed animals. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that's so cute. And they had, like, a small one the size of, like, a beanie baby. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I could put that on my desk or whatever. Because, like, I've got my I've got my Hobbs, like, from Calvin and Hobbs, and I've got my little um, uh, Big Bird from Sesame Street. Like, I was like, oh, I could get Bluey there. And then it kind of reminds me of my niece and everything like that. It was, like, 10 bucks hmm. for that small little plug. I was like, well, that's cool. I, well, like I did. When... I did get it though, because I was like annoyed by how expensive it oh. was. <laughs> I probably will eventually, but it, like when I just saw it the other day, I was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> man." There's two ways. There's two ways I want to take this conversation. One is real quick, so I'll get it out of the way. You're good. Were you aged? Were you aged appropriate when Big Comfy Couch was a thing? Yeah, I was. Okay, I figured that would have been like your your sweet spot as a kid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like that was like. One of the most innovative things that I saw on PBS of that era, like Arthur, yeah. Arthur's a cartoon. It's whatever, you know, uh, Barney, I think, was still trying to kick around. And that was Barney that- was huge when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I loved Barney. Like that was <laughs> definitely a thing. So, yeah, Barney was still around. Although I think by the time I hit the big comfy couch age. Yeah. Barney was starting to like fade a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the shelf life was so limited for barney yeah it, rightly so um but yeah big comfy <laughs> couch was was unique in the fact that like it encouraged kids to get up and move around and mm-hmm. you know like the 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 woman who hosted it who played the clown lynette was just so energetic you forget she was a clown and you kind of just like you know cheer her on so I thought that was kind of neat about that show. My brother was age appropriate, so I'd watch it with him, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, she was, I was at the age where I'm like, man, she's kind of cute too. So it was like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we can watch this totally. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I would, like, I remember watching that show. I don't know if I, like, loved it or anything, but mm. it was definitely age appropriate for me. And so I have memories of it. I have memories of a lot of that stuff. Like, Oh God! There was that Jim Henson show that was on. It was like the Bear hosted oh, it. Yeah, yeah, the Bear in the Big Blue House. Yes, the Bear in the Big Blue House, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I have vivid memories of those things, of like that, like Gullah Gullah Island. Like all, I, there were just so many of those. That I'm like, oh shit! Like yeah. yeah, every once in a while I remember that this was a thing. Like I, I admire a good kids show that <laughs> yeah, really do doesn't pander to the kids. That really like. 
gives entertainment and then still tries to uplift and right. really encourage them to, to try things on their own. I appreciate that type of kids show. Um, so, yeah, shout out I, to those. I just appreciate kids shows. I think it's incredibly difficult to make content for children like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I fully realized that until I, you know, I read about Mr. Rogers and how he went about things. And then also watching that documentary on Nickelodeon that's on. Oh, Hulu. yeah. Yeah, I it's think. on Hulu. Right. And I was just like, God, I've never thought of these things. Like there are so many factors that are involved with the creation of kids content. I feel like we've I just have never it. thought of. I've always been, uh, whenever I make things, I'm like, I make the thing and then you, you hope people like it. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily think about all of these other steps that they have very true yeah yeah i was gonna say i I feel like we've discussed it but i feel like we still didn't give that documentary enough respect because just thinking about it was so good and and hearing um you know the people who were there at the inception of nickelodeon talk about it and how important it was and how it succeeded and how they weren't afraid to like start over like time after time and just go like, yeah. this isn't working. We need to do something different. Pair that with the, uh, the little mini documentary I watched on David the Gnome, uh, which is like one of the first Nick Jr. cartoons. David uh, the Gnome. I need to Google this because I don't know. I don't remember that, but it sounds familiar. Right. Now, I was age appropriate for that. So I, I think maybe that oh, was before I probably your won't time. Know what it is, yeah. Yeah. But it's the sweetest. No, I don't know this. It's the sweetest cartoon based on like the original lore of what gnomes were to the forest and how they, you know, helped woodland creatures and stuff like that. And it was Tom Bosley who was voicing David the gnome. And he would get in adventures with his wife and he was like a doctor. He would go and like help the animals and the animals are real cute and stuff like that. And it sounds annoying, you know, from a, from a 2021 perspective, it's like, that sounds like it's painful to watch, but it was so endearing and just so earnest about what it was. And it didn't really try to be anything else. I, yeah, I try not to view things that way. Like I, I really do. And you know, I, I didn't think so using the example of Bluey, mm-hmm. like I, I didn't go into it going, Oh, I'm going to hate this show. I was kind of <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Like yeah. they're going to enjoy it. I will at the very least enjoy them enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was pleasantly surprised that I actually just liked it, you know, on its mm-hmm. own. <laughs> now, the other way I was going to go with this conversation was like, you know, we're talking about the cost of like action figures and toys and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm sure because you've been hanging out with um, Eric a lot lately yes. and, and his hunting. And we oh, talked. And I found something on the hunt, too. I oh. found my Pokemon. There you go. Yeah, I, I was going to say we were talking yeah. about that a couple of uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And how how like just well-priced those figures are. But when it comes to things like it, it annoys me so much and it has since I was a kid. And it's one of those things where it's like, all right, should I care too much about this? Should I even like verbalize it? But it keeps rearing its head over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. When you get a line of action figures and there's like six figures. uh, Okay. So four of them are heroes. One of them is a villain and one of them is a, a henchman. So, yep. uh, you know, you have stormtroopers, you have, uh, the putties from Power Rangers, you have the foot soldiers from, uh, Ninja Turtles. Shout out to Turtle Soup. Like, those figures, I think the henchmen should be like a three pack for the price of a regular action figure. Because you're right. never gonna have a situation where it's like, 
you know, four of them need to take on one foot soldier, four turtles taking on one foot soldier, or four Power Rangers taking on one putty. It, it, it just... I just, I really want to listen to, like, you and Eric have, <laughs> like, a a separate conversation about that. Because I... I do not disagree with you. That makes perfect sense to me. I'd be very curious to hear what he thinks about it. Like, because that does make sense to me, but I'm sure he'd find some weird reason. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously it's, it to, it's to sell more figures and that sort of thing. And, you know, yeah. for stuff like I was mentioning putties, of course, that's like kids aren't really playing with power Rangers of that era anymore. That's adult collectors who are posing them for displays. So they, they. But what you're saying is true. Like, you know, they used to sell little army men. You right. would get a big ass pack of them so you could put all of them all over the floor, you mm-hmm. know? Right, 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 right. And so for certain <laughs> things, quantity is good. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just like a bag of parts, you put them together yourself for something like that. And they're just like. Not that much articulation. They just have straight arms, whatever. I don't know if it's the packaging or the design or what that makes those figures cost so much. It just, it annoys me. That's all. <laughs> I, I feel mean, like we can I agree better. with you. I think it is, I think it is annoying. So I'm with you. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I, I did go out with Eric and Shannon this past weekend and I was really frustrated because I couldn't find Eric found his toy and got really excited about his toy and mm. I I didn't find it I I kept wanting this Bulbazar and Pikachu pack yeah. I don't know why just thought they were really fucking cute <laughs> just wanted them because they're like five bucks I was like I just want this little I want this toy yeah. I want this little toy I want it <laughs> last place we went <laughs> wow a sketchy Walmart Eric found it like hidden behind some stuff I was like are you kidding me. <laughs> It was a good toy. Day. That's kind of great. That's kind of great because yeah, yeah, that is that is a a, a classic toy collector move where mm-hmm. if there's an expensive, hard to find toy, either somebody who works there who puts out the display and has to put it out on the floor hides it like underneath a stand or something, mm-hmm. or somebody who just can't afford it will hide it behind some really crappy figures and come back later when they can. Both of those yes. are dick moves. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knew where to look for them. Um, and they're not expensive, so it must have just been someone hiding it to come back for it, because it was like five dollars yeah. for a pack of two of them. Um, oh, I'm glad you found it. That's good. I am too. They're sitting. I just sent you a picture of little. It's little Pikachu and Bulbasaur, and they're sitting right here watching me. Oh, look so. at them, little babies. Little little babies. Little pokey babies. But yeah. So that I did that over the weekend. Uh, and then, yeah, I just went to a concert last night. We're recording on Wednesday. We usually record on Tuesdays. I mm-hmm. went to a concert. It was, it was weird to go to a concert. So how was it? Was it was outdoors. Yeah. How, how did it go? I mean, the show itself was phenomenal. Um, I hope everything's okay. Who did you see? Oh, Alanis Morissette. I'm sorry. Nice. Yeah, I did uh, and then Garbage opened Holy for shit. What a- Yeah. Yeah. I guess they toured in the 90s. And this is um, a Jagged Little Pill 25th anniversary tour. Man. So it was kind of like go back out with them. Because I was like, Garbage seems like too big to open for a band. But it makes sense that it's kind of an anniversary thing. Yeah. I almost um, feel like you could roll the dice. They were phenomenal. <laughs> and see yeah. Who opens yeah. They were all who, yeah. phenomenal. Like, And it was everyone was amped up. But like. 
I mean, it was crowded. Mm-hmm. We we were in seated areas. Um, it's an outdoor or it was an outdoor arena. You know, uh, both. You know, because I uh, went with friends and we we agreed like, you know, we wouldn't go if it was indoors. Basically, yeah. We're just like that's not worth it right now. <laughs> Even though we're all vaccinated, the three of us are vaccinated. That's good. Uh, and so we were just like, okay, so it's outdoors. There was this girl that was drunk and <laughs> there's always one, at least. No, there's no, no. Always there's always one. Okay. There's always someone drunk. Yeah. Of course. I'm not talking about like, oh, just someone was drunk. I'm talking about they did not see Atlantis. Damn. They, they only made it through like most of the garbage set. And then they had to leave. <laughs> she was that drunk. Was she escorted I, out or did she just like go? They nope. got a warning and then her friend was like, I guess so embarrassed he couldn't deal with her. Like this girl, I mean, she could barely stand. She was like falling into people. We thought she was going to puke. We thought she was going to pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, she kept her friend kept having to like grab her by the back of her pants to like pull her back up because she would fall forward. Wow. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of the drunkest I've ever, ever seen a person before. Wow. Um, her, like, her friend was also obviously had been drinking, but like clearly sobered up in embarrassment. We were just like, could, I mean, we could not believe it. She was also like, there was a moment where we were debating, are they a couple or are they just friends? Uh. And then she like got, the drunk girl like got on the other girl's lap and was like grabbing at her boobs and everything like that. And we still, I still could not tell. Cause I'm like, this girl could just be drunk off her ass and being, I mean, yeah, some people get real handsy when they're drunk with anybody who's around. So yeah, I get handsy, but I get directive handsy. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a wandering handsy person. So I'm very, I'm always very surprised by that. Although I've never been that drunk in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think I'd, if I did, I don't remember it. <laughs> so I mean, good Lord. I want to say like, I'm glad that she had a friend there with her to kind of like babysit and say, look, you know, this is, we, we got to go, you know, I, I appreciate that aspect of it. That's good. Yeah. You yeah. Know. That was good. I, I I hate the fact that they both paid to get in and it might have been like the first show they'd been to in a long time and they ended up missing the majority of it because they couldn't, you know, they didn't know what to stop. Missed all of it. Did not see a single song from Alanis. Man. Man. No. Nothing from Alanis. Because between Garbage and Alanis, they had some sort of behind the scenes power issues or something or something weird happened. So there was a long delay in between the two of them. Okay. Um, and everyone was kind of like, ugh. like, and when Alanis came out, she's like, we almost had to cancel the show because of like, whatever issue, um, <laughs> uh, which oh. yeah, that would have sucked. But yeah, so they, they saw garbage and then we thought maybe they were going to like go off to the bathroom or whatever. I was like, there's no fucking way she cannot make it back. She could barely walk out of there mm-hmm. and leave. Like it was that bad. I was just wow amazed by it 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 was entertaining yeah it sounds like it and i was gonna say too it kind of sucks well all right in a concert it's a little bit of a different vibe because you can still enjoy the music because the music's loud enough and everything 
uh, to tune them oh, yeah, out. It was loud. But it's like it's the soundtrack to this like whole drama that you're explaining right now. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, I mean I don't know. That's part of the experience too, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like something crazy happens. You, it's just far enough away from you. Like you you don't have to. If you're friends with that person, that's really fucking annoying, and you're gonna have to deal with the fallout of it. And they're gonna be fighting, or the, if they were together, they're a couple, they're gonna be fighting about it. Like it's a whole thing. But if you're just sitting there and you're like, I've been inside for a year and a half, and y'all are fucked up, you're making me feel better about myself. You know? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. a little shitty for that. I don't know. Look, as long as, like Either I said, way, as long as it, it doesn't inter- interrupt the show, like there was, um, when I say there's always one, I mean there's always one. Always. We went to um see Bill Burr perform at the Chicago Theater a couple years back. And there was this one woman who was just determined to be part of the show. She Ugh. was up in the balcony with us and she was so drunk and so loud. And she was trying to like punch up Bill's jokes. Yeah. And it's like, no, don't just do that. Just kick her out. I hate that. Just kick him out. You know, and eventually her, her guy got up enough like guts to come and get her and, and, kind of like escort her to the side and say, hey, you know, maybe calm down a little bit. But I don't know, man, like for a while, she was just out there just yelling back and he was talking back to her because, you know, he's dealt with hecklers his entire career. But yeah, but know. like shouldn't have to. It's such bullshit. Yeah. 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 That's annoying. That would really bother me. I mean, this bothered me in the sense of like, oh, I feel for everyone sitting close. We were just far enough away where we could see everything. Mm hmm. But not close enough to where it was like, oh, I'm going to smell this chick's puke oh. <laughs> in a minute, you know? Yeah. Because <clears throat> that was a – I was like, oh, she's going to puke mm. and pass out. <laughs> yeah. But it, anyway, yeah, it was crowded. It was. Um, it wasn't sold out. There were a lot of empty seats near us, but, like, the actual venue was crowded, you know. But we wore masks until we got to our seats and everything like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, no. It's a difficult time because we're like, we want to do things. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's dicey. Ugh. Man, like, yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. And I mean, the way things are going, it seems like now is the only window that we're going to have for a while to get out and and... and Kind of blow off some steam a little bit. Yeah, I'm hoping that th- I'll, I'll still. I'm hoping that we'll still be able to safely do like smaller things. Like when I go out with Shannon and Eric and stuff. Like we all wear masks when we go to places and everything like that. But yeah, I don't know what concerts and all that's gonna look like here in the near future. Um, I won't be going to any indoor things. I mean, I don't have any concerts planned or anything either. So, you know. Um, I have a, like a, a, not a fair, a flea market, punk rock flea market that I'm going to be at Mm. that I'm helping Shannon and Eric run like a booth. If that still goes on, like they, who knows if they'll cancel it, but that's outdoors too. So, you know, throw on a mask and deal. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully everybody is doing their part as well, wherever you're at. Yeah. Get vaccinated. I mean, (laughs) I would assume most of our listeners are are vaccine people. And if you're not, 
what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I mean, we, you know, by now you must be tired of listening to us. <laughs> like, yeah. Say, hey, get vaccinated or fuck you, you know, because I mean, that's every episode, basically. So. Right. Right. Guys. Yeah. Come on. So there's a mask mandate in Chicago that goes into effect on Friday for indoors for everybody. Vaxxed, okay. unvaxxed, right. waxed, unwaxed, whatever. Oof. You know, you got to you got to mask it up. A little too much detail, my friend, but OK. Yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully they're keeping that to themselves, too. But the mask is a constant. You got to have that on no matter what. So, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm um, sure people are going to complain, but fuck them. Well, here in here in Florida, um, if you try to enforce masks in schools, uh, the governor will take away your paycheck as a teacher or as a, as anyone running schools. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not doing great. Did you no. hear about how Texas is getting around that same sentiment with their governor? By putting up dress codes? Yes. So they're yep. making the masks part of the school dress codes, which I think is a brilliant idea. They yeah. shouldn't have to do it. but I mean, dress codes are, are – the dress codes things are usually um, misogynist and racially biased. Um, so, like, I hate dress codes, but in this scenario, you know, yeah. Isn't it for good? Yeah. 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 So, um, the baby update. Uh, I did not have a baby, guys. I'm sorry no. to announce that. <laughs> I, um, I too am babyless right now. So. I know. <laughs> I know you're all surprised. <laughs> but I didn't have one. And that's the news that really matters. But, yes. um, some rapper who also goes by the baby. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Okay. Is is out and about and joking about uh, he's canceled and saying he's giving up rap and going to R&B. Ha ha. Laughy face emoji. And uh, apparently uh, a um, fellow uh, homophobic and transphobic rapper Boozy, Lil Boozy, I guess is a guy's name. I don't uh, know who that is, but. I don't either. And that's good. I, that means we have I good mean, taste. Uh, <laughs> wow. Apparently, uh, he has something called a boozy bash, which takes place uh, at the end of this month. And he's invited Lil Baby to come be part of his festival. Not Lil Baby, the Baby. To be part of his festival uh, because they welcome anti-LGBTQ plus oh. sentiments there, apparently, because that's the... That's the name of the game. That yeah, you're, you, you, by the way, you were thinking of the Little Chili Babies, which right. is my group that I'm starting. No, I'm working on it. That's, <laughs> that's a whole different vibe. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take 90% of their revenue. Like, I have no talent, so I'm just going to, like, form the group, take all of their revenue, just like that dude that screwed over the back, Backstreet Boys. Oh, so you're going to treat them yeah. like K-pop idols, basically. You're going to yes. take all the yeah. revenue and just have yeah. this army of... of Sweet Chili Babies just performing. Long con. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's the plan. All right. Uh, you were upfront about it. You can't be mad, you know? Can't be mad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to them, but, you know, we'll find out later. <laughs> it's so funny. I got a, I got a tab open for Dolly Parton and the baby right next to each other, and it feels like oil and water. Like they should not. Dolly. Is there good Dolly news or no Dolly news? Or do you just have a, just have a tab open on Dolly? Right. Just, you know, Dolly updates on the, on the tens, (laughs) just like AM radio. (laughs) No new Dolly news this week. You know, she deserves a week off. So it's fine. Yeah. There was some, uh, speaking of baby, Scarlett Johansson and, uh, Colin Yost 
had a baby. Galen <laughs> Yost, yes. Yost. They <laughs> named it. They named it Groot. The tree. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you heard about the real name though. No, is there is there a real name out? I sent it to name? you earlier, and you probably thought I was joking. Cosmo is the baby's name. No, that's a joke. Really? That's you're you're kidding, right? That's, I, no, I really think it's Cosmo. Oh my God, I'm googling. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Welcome, a baby boy. Oh yeah, it's on E News. Scarlett Johansson gives birth to baby Cosmo. What? Yep. The f- why would they do that to a child? Cosmo just. They named a baby Cosmo Jost. I think they should combine their last names. I mean, it's Hollywood anyway. And it would work so well. Jost Hansen. Co- Cosmo Jost Hansen. I. Uh, that. He said he ha- had a baby. Yeah, I guess he posted on Instagram. How? <laughs> You know what's great about this though is that yeah I mean this is this is par for the course of, of this Cosmo is the is Kramer's first name it they is. named their baby after Kramer they also named their baby after the boss on the Jetsons yeah yeah there's there's no they named their baby after the guy the fairy godfather from fairly odd <laughs> yes <Earth>. they did <laughs> They named their baby. <laughs> what is her first baby's name? Oh, it's something like pretentious. I can't remember. And you know what? It's funny because oftentimes when we discuss Scarlett Johansson and her her various adventures, we forget that she's a mom. She's already got one child from a previous marriage. And she does. I think we just baby. respect that. That's her. Her daughter's name, who was born in 2014, is Rose. Okay, so that's not too Rose. Bad. Dorothy, that like, like she, so it's a perfectly normal name. And then they name their baby Cosmo. That's that fucking Disney money talking. That's it. It's, it's the money. That's what, that's what makes you, she has elevated her status in money since she had that baby in 2014. And now she's just going to name them stupid fucking shit like, Sage or I don't know. Is the baby's full name Rose Dorothy Blanche Sophia <laughs> Johansson? I wish. <laughs> it's not even Johansson. It's whatever the dude's name was. Oh, That's yeah. stupid. She's she's more powerful than he is. Same with Jost. That's right. Jost, whatever. She should have the last name. You know, I don't. I have... think the person with the most dominance, the most dominance in the relationship, <laughs> should, should provide have the, the last name. name. Yes. Fight. You fight to the death <laughs> for dominance. And then if you win, and maybe you can challenge every couple of years. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not making every rule here. But you win the name. Johansson wins the name. That baby should be named Cosmo Johansson. God damn it. That's a mean name. That's a name. That is a main character name. But Cosmo Jost sounds like you got a stand-up comic in the making right there. Osmosis Jones? Osmosis Jones! <laughs> yes! Osmosis Jost. I love it. Um, I wonder if that's a fake Jost. name that they put out there. It's possible. I I feel like that's a fake name. <laughs> I don't want that to be that real baby's name. <laughs> what are you going to call him? Little Kaz? Little Kazzy. 
Um, are you gonna are you gonna call him Koozie? Koozie? What are you doing? No God. One thing, Michael Che. He doesn't say much. I agree with lately, but mm-hmm. he did say one thing I thought was kind of funny. They interviewed him on like Ellen or something, and he was talking about uh, you know, it's kind of weird because my best friend is married to one of the top celebrities in the world now. And so when he wants to come to the bar and hang out with me, I'm like, don't you, you have a hundred other important things you could be doing right now. You should be doing that. <laughs> not not yeah. watching the Yankees with me at a bar. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be weird. Yeah. It's like you're married to like arguably one of the biggest, you know, stars in the world. <laughs> Probably one of the high, most highest paid actresses, even with the lawsuit and everything. Like she's, She's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is that is weird. And it's Colin Jost. Mm-hmm. And she's been this is her third marriage too. Man. Mm. That's right. She's only thirty six. Mm. You know. I always forget she was with Ryan Reynolds because they split. Yeah. And they, it didn't seem that bad. They split. It seemed split. like they were just kinda like, Okay, cool. And they, they went their separate ways and then they both remarried other people and you know. A lot of people didn't even realize they were a thing until that leak where, you know, (laughs) stuff got out. Yeah, they were they were like very uh, like you knew they were together. I mean, I remember knowing they were together, but and and it seemed like she's clearly into the funny guy. Yeah. So that makes sense, you know, Um, but he seems really compatible with Blake Lively because they are both just so so silly Mm -hmm. their instagrams alone following both of them god so funny have you ever seen their birthday posts uh no i don't think so so they've done this for several years now her in particular he's he's done similar things but like she loves to put pictures of him of ryan reynolds with other actors on like the red carpet or whatever and then crop (laughs) him out most of his face and then just like write an actual caption or like a like a serious caption or whatever about like happy birthday baby and all this stuff and like it's like half of his chin in the picture and then hugh jackman or whatever like (laughs) it's just like they're consistently the funniest couple interacting on social media that's kind of great sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll love to see it you'll love to see it yeah so I would bet Scarlett Johansson would be similar if she was on social media but there's no way she'll ever get one like that's just a terrible idea for her so this 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 announcement is twofold of course there's the usual uh you know celebrity baby name uh, goofiness that goes along with it, but Cosmo. God yeah. damn it. There's also the fact that something that we haven't even touched on in these previous episodes, we've been talking about this whole drama she's had with Disney and trying to get like you know um, proper compensation for for Black Widow. She's been pregnant this whole time. She just gave birth, and she's going through all this drama with Disney. I mean, more power Which, to her. I did not realize until I saw this announcement. Did you know she was pregnant? I heard about it, but I honestly I'd forgotten because every maybe time, the same with me. Yeah, I mean every time we saw her promoting Black Widow, it was the archive footage, you know, they recorded like a right. year ago, you know. So it was like, oh, that's her now. Okay, okay, cool, you know. But no, pregnant yeah. this whole time. <laughs> it's actually a really good time, probably both good and bad time to be pregnant. Like there's yeah, pros there's terribleness to it, but also like she didn't have to go out and promote Black Widow and yeah. the same way and everything like that. Yeah. So 
I mean, um, with everything going on with that, we only have a small update, and that's that. Uh, it's it's just kind of adjacent to what we've been discussing too. Not even mm-hmm. correct. Emma Stone, uh, she signed a new deal with, with Disney. Uh, she signed on to do Cruella too. So obviously she's not going to be part of this lawsuit. Um, I I would guess that they probably took care of it. Yeah. They probably heard she was going to go after him too. That story was leaked for a reason. She was in contract negotiations at that time. Mm-hmm. So they amped up her contract to keep from both getting sued and not being able to sign her for a sequel. Yeah. That would be my guess. And see, that makes me think that, cause you know, we've, we've heard nothing but awful things about how during the pandemic, everything's been coming up short and, you know, nothing's really succeeding right now. And I really think that's the studios putting that news out there to lowball a lot of these actors and, and, um, producers just so they don't ask yeah. for more money. Because I mean, you, you hear it all across corporate America right now. They're saying, you know, surprisingly, in spite of everything, we've had our best year ever, you know, and that's because a lot of these uh, businesses, they, they have a, uh, a wrapped market because people are home. They need certain things. They need entertainment. They need, you know, products, whatever, uh, if only to distract. And they're getting that, right. but they're getting it in different right. ways. And so they're able to report Oh, we'll, you know, this is a loss for us. And, you know, we don't know how we're going to recover financially from Suicide Squad only making a fraction of what we thought it would. But those HBO subscriptions, they're not taking that into account. You know? I know. You know, the yeah. toys, the, the action, the, the t-shirts, the posters. Oh, man. Speaking of, you said action figures. Eric got the, for the movie, the Suicide Squad, King Shark ah, action King figure, Shark. and he showed it to me. Yeah. And like he handed me the box and it was heavy as fuck. Really? It was so nice. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was shocked by how amazing it looked. Huh. Was it a McFarlane? I'm not, I'm, uh, I don't know. Was it just King that. Shark in like a pair of like uh, swim trunks? Dude, I don't know. It oh, was the King Shark action. Okay. I wasn't paying that much attention. I just know it was very heavy, and it was still boxed up because they're in the process of trying to move and stuff. So he's not unboxing anything until after that's done. I found it. It is a McFarlane figure. But what's yeah. great about it, my other complaint from a couple weeks ago, he actually comes with limbs he can eat. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it was super cool. I, I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> what a great figure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I'm not the biggest King Shark fan, but like if you like King Shark, if you like that character, I recommend that toy just looking at it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. I don't think anybody was riding hard for King Shark until a couple weeks ago. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) I I bet there were some fans out there, you know, (laughs) people were really excited when he came on the Flash. Yeah, that's true. I think it's just for the uh, for the spectacle of it. Like, oh, man, how are they going to do this huge like creature? Well, it's like when they when they put I mean, it's a good example of like when they had Rocket, you know, when they were like the raccoon's going to talk. And we were like, what the fuck are you guys doing over at Marvel? (laughs) What's happening over there? What are you what are you guys up to? What's going on? So what's happening over there? Um, I. (laughs) All right. I was going to get into a whole thing again about build a figs, but let's move on. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Also a scam. Moving yes. on. Moving on. Uh, so this Laura Prepon story. Yeah. How about uh, it? You sent this to me. 
Uh, I'm glad you put it in the notes because I forgot about it. And then you, you put it in the notes. I want, I did want to discuss this on the show. Yeah. So did you know that she was a Scientologist? Yes, I did. Okay. I did know that she was a Scientologist. I knew that she was a Scientologist that Danny, Danny Masterson and Christopher Masterson, who she dated for several years, um, <laughs> Christopher Masterson was the oldest brother on Malcolm in the Middle. For those who don't know, Francis, the mm-hmm. one who was sent to boarding school. He is Danny Masterson, which is Hyde from that 70s show, his older brother. Mm-hmm. So she met, uh, she either knew them before through, I think she was a child of Scientology or something or got into it young. Um, so like she was doing that 70s show, she was dating, you know, his brother. They were all in, all three of them were in Scientology. Uh, so, yes, I did know that she was involved with that. I remember reading that years ago. Um, but, oh, no, she was it says she was raised Catholic and Jewish. So she must have just come into it in her own when she was young and in Hollywood. Yeah, this uh, us probably us, because of the relationship. Us magazine says she joined the church in 1999. Yes. And she credited the organization for helping her gain control of her emotions. Right. And and so that 70s show starts in 97, I think. So, I think yeah, right. she yeah. probably met uh, the brother and started dating him and then, you know, got into Scientology. I mean, you know, that happens. So yeah. but she said she's no longer practicing Scientology. That's right. And she kind of played it off like she didn't insult Scientology. She said she hasn't been in it for um, five years. Close to five years is not in her life. But she is basically like, I've studied all of these different types of things. She's yeah. like a spiritual person who's explored lots of different things. So, And I'm with that. I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, go through waves like that in their life where they're big into yeah. religion or just believing in spirituality. You know, uh, being a more spiritual person, I should say it like that. Uh, and they, they have a, you know, an, an ever evolving relationship with, uh, with their beliefs, which is understandable. So I, I think this is organic. I think this is, um, I think it's a good move, obviously, getting away from Scientology because, you know, it's much more than just a religion. It's, <laughs> it's a cult, basically. Yeah. I'm glad that she was able to get away from it because she's, She's a mid-range star. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's a debatable thing. Um, but she is just big enough where they they could have kind of had their their claws in her. They could, um, yeah. My guess is that honestly, she doesn't seem like she's a person who causes trouble or has any issues. They probably just don't have enough dirt on her <laughs> to keep her around. Right. Not only oh. that, but um, you know, she's not going after them. You know, she's not like, yeah, she was like, oh, that was good for a phase of my life, but I'm done now. Yeah, she's not trying to take him down like Leia Remini. She's like, no, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Hopefully this doesn't bring attention to her in a bad way, though. That would be concerning. Right. right. Um, What's she doing nowadays? I know, you know, now that Orange is the New Black is over, I haven't seen her on anything else, really. She just had a kid. They were talking about that in the article. Mm hmm. I don't know what else she's like working on. Hmm. She might have taken some time because she's 41. Yeah, 41. So she she's been working consistently since she was like a, what, a teenager. Yeah. So she might want to be taking a break. Right. Oh, she has two children. Oh, check it out. 
So they've had two kids. They be having the past kids. couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently she was on some show called um, The Hero. Oh no, that was a movie she was in. Yeah, the last TV work she did was Orange Is the New Black, which of course went off the air or stopped production in 2019. She was in the movie The Girl on the Train, which I haven't seen yet as well. <laughs> I hate that name. <laughs> like, I get it was a popular novel, but damn, just it's so lazy. The Girl on the Train. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could see her doing another sitcom. That would be nice. She's got great comedic timing. I love watching her do funny yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'd like to to watch um her in a comedic role again, like heavily comedic. Orange is the New Black was comed like comedy adjacent. Yeah. I think she should be like in a straight up comedy. Yeah, that was more quirky than comedic, I guess you could say. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, I hope she has like enough money where she can just like live her life and have her family. If she doesn't want to do that shit, she doesn't have to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know who's another celebrity that got out of Scientology kind of this way was uh was Beck. You know, he just kind of people. Yeah. People kind of just knew for a while that he was uh connected to Scientology, but. Yeah. After a while, he just kind of like said, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with that anymore." My parents were heavily into it. I grew up in it, but I'm not really part of it. So they just kind of let him yeah, slip away too. Yeah, and that's the that's the argument that I always have with Elizabeth Moss as well. Mm-hmm. Is that to me, they're you know, and I, the I, the Masterson's brothers, I believe that I, the whole family, I believe, is the same way. They grew up in this. They're that first generation of kids who grew up in Scientology. So to them, how is that any different than like, you know, us growing up around, say, Christian parents or anything like that? Like it's normal to them, you know? Yeah. And how do you tell them like you're in a cult? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> call your dad. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I was listening to a recent episode of um, uh, uh, my favorite murder. And <laughs> I haven't been listening because it's been like reruns and weird or weird things all summer. It hasn't been them hosting. Yeah. I mean, there's so many to catch up on. We've not gotten yeah. through all of them, but there was one, it was a writing episode and the, the letter ended with, you know, uh, you're in a cult, call your dad, but sometimes your dad's in the cult too. So be careful. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah, there, <laughs> there are some back episodes of that that I haven't listened to, and, but I was trying to keep up with the new ones. And this summer, they decided to take the summer off, which I'm fine. Like, That's I'm cool. like, go for it. Yeah. You know, um, I think inevitably that will make the pot or not inevitably, but like, I think that that could lead to the podcast being better too. They come back revived and like really feeling it. But yeah, you know, well, I mean, I feel like that's true for, for most projects like that. Like even ours, you know, you go off and you have experiences separate from your co-host and you kind of get out of that rhythm for a little bit, for a little bit. Yeah. And you bring back this whole new energy into it, you know, um, most Yeah, we've podcasts, taken like a week off every once in a while and stuff like that. Sometimes we just need it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, most podcasts are kind of just on autopilot right now because of, you know, being stuck inside and not being able to get yeah. with guests and tour the way they want to. So, yeah. But I not mean, us. We are the entertainment. That's right. I'm unhinged <laughs> and ready, always ready to go. You know how we set up ourselves for success? We were always on autopilot. So they don't always. know what autopilot is. They they 
We were born into it, raised in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You adjusted to the dark. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, okay, quick one here. Um, yeah. I've been talking about in our Discord, I've been joking around about how, you know, Kevin Smith, God bless him, um, when he announces a project, he is all just like ballyhoo and let's go and just fucking full steam ahead. Which and, I love. Which I, I love, love too. His enthusiasm. I love how much he loves movies, man. The I enthusiasm do. is great, but what's not great is when you get hyped for something he's telling you is happening and it doesn't happen. Like, uh, you know, hit somebody that was supposed to be a hockey movie, uh, starring, uh, the guy who played Stifler from American Pie. Um, this is usually the part where you tell me the actor's real name. I don't know if you know. Uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I was trying to remember the name of the movie. What, the one I was just describing? Yeah. Oh, it was called Hit Somebody. No, it's not. Yeah, because there was, it was, it was like, all right. No, it's not. They were <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. Hold on. Okay, fine. So I know that Sean William Scott did a movie called The Goon, which was also The Goon. Yeah, that's that was that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. But that wasn't Kevin Smith's project. Kevin Smith's project, I believe, was called Hit Somebody, and it didn't get made because it oh it stalled. Yeah. So that one got done instead. Then he was like, "All right, forget it." He was going to do Mallrats two. Mallrats two never happened. It was a rights thing, but. He even got to the point where he was talking about, yeah, we're going and we're looking at different malls around the country to see which ones are still operational. Oh, and yeah. See can I film. forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, okay, the movie's not happening, but we're going to do a series. It's going to be on Hulu or Amazon Prime, and we're going to do Mall Rats the series, and it's going to be great, and all your favorites are going to be back. Even T.S. I made up with, uh, what's his name from the first movie? It's great. Didn't happen. So when he announced Clerks 3, and he's showing a script that he finished, I'm like, all right, that's nice. Let's see. I I will believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. And my my stipulation was when I see actual photos from the set, I will believe it. He did a he did like a, a table read on Zoom. He was he was showing pictures of them doing a table read a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, all right, that's still not on set. I don't trust it. Now we have the main cast, including Rosario Dawson, in costume at the quick stop. With an actual like high grade camera in a picture featured in Vanity Fair, I believe it now. Clerks Three is actually real. It's happening. It looks good too. It, I mean, it's just the picture, but <laughs> but this is the same cast photo that they posed for for Clerks Two. You know, the same framing. Oh and everything, yeah. Except they were all movies employees that. at that point. So yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm glad Clerks 2 was good. I liked Clerks 2. I liked it too. I didn't quite dig the whole dance scene in the middle. I thought that was a bit much. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a decent movie. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see Rosario back. I'm glad she's still with the team. Because I thought, like, you know, if they're supposed to be losers, uh, Dante hooking up with Rosario Dawson doesn't really track. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think that was I think that was Kevin Smith being like, "Hey, I got the girl." Yeah, <laughs> you know that's him. That's him projecting a little bit, you know. Yeah, and I it was funny. I saw her on a uh, an old episode of Comic Book Men, and she came back to the uh, to the shop in New Jersey, the comic shop, mm-hmm. uh, just to be featured on an episode. I, I guess maybe she was in town filming or something, and they had um, her jacket 
on a on a on a uh, a mannequin in the store, and she tried it on and still fit perfectly. She's like, and I haven't changed a bit. And she looked at the rest of them like, what happened to y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she still got it. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad there's no release date, but they are filming, and you know it's a pretty pretty simple formula to make. So we should be seeing it sooner than later. Yeah, that like. <sighs> I don't think he'll get it done by the end of this year, but I would say the beginning of next year he could have that ready. Yeah. It just yeah. depends on where when they want to put it out. Um I could see them pushing for like right before summer. Mm. Like giving it a April May release. And I hope this one gets a chance to come to theaters cuz it, it deserves a theatrical release. I mean, Jay Silent Bob reboot was good for what it was, but it really did just kind of feel like one of those like early Amazon Studios type films where it's like, hey, we're going to give this guy some cash and uh, let him figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I still haven't seen that one. That's one of the only ones I haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not true. I haven't seen the Yoga Hoser. I don't know. One of those bad horror films he made. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that either. I saw um, Red State of his horror films and mm-hmm. I saw... Um, Tusk, but I didn't see Yoga Hosers because I'm like oh. no one could uh, no one could question whether or not they've seen Tusk. If you've seen Tusk, you've seen Tusk. Yeah. you can't forget it. <laughs> yeah, it's something else. It's weird, you know. I wouldn't say. I mean, you got to give him credit. That's easily one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen in my life. That's true. That's true. Featuring, no one. I don't uh, think anyone could deny that. Like that movie was fucking disturbing. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Yeah. Justin Long did get his revenge this week, though, on an episode of Family Feud of all places. Uh, his team went up against Team Smod, which was Kevin Smith, Mark Bernard, and, um, Jay and his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and, uh, Ralph Garman. He was on the team too. And, uh, they got trounced <laughs> by Justin Long's family. It was, it was a sight to behold. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen Family Feud, but not that episode. It was great because Steve Harvey didn't know who any of them were. So it was like, all right. Oh, yeah. He never really seems to know what's going on at no, all no. in that show. Was... He's just like, I'm here collecting my paychecks. What do you want me to say? <laughs> okay, that was weird. Moving on. Yeah. So anyway. That's his, that's his whole vibe. <laughs> uh, this is good news. I hope uh, this this is a, a, a quality entry into the USQ universe and I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am as well. Okay. Uh let's do the movie. So what is this Black Panther? Oh no, I'm sorry, not Black Panther. You said you put Black Man. You put Black <laughs> Man to get your money. So I thought it was something to do with Black Panther. Because I saw Marvel. I'm not being racist. I set you up for failure on this one. Huh? I, I'm I'm tapping out. You you cover this story. <laughs> Fuck you. According to Deadline.com, Anthony Mackie, a black man, closes deal to star in Disney Marvel's Captain America 4. It's happening. Captain America 4. So this is cool for a couple of reasons. One, um... We're continuing the Captain America series. I didn't think that was a thing that was going to happen. And then two, this is the first like instance of a Disney Plus project going from movie to show back to movie. And I think that's kind of rad. Right. And have they switched 
people yet for any of these large characters. Um, so, hmm. so like I know they're gonna have Thor, the new Thor, uh, Thunder or whatever. Like that movie is going to have Jane as Thor. Right. 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 But we this gotta get is, to that. Right, but this is another like first instance of, you know, someone taking over the mantle. Yeah, in, mantle of the character in the story. Obviously, you yeah. know, uh, Don Cheadle took over the role of uh, uh, War Machine. A long, right, but long he was time. playing the same guy. But so yeah. that doesn't count. Right, 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 yeah. right. So this is this yeah, is you, interesting. the same thing with Mark Ruffalo. Like he's playing the same character. It's not a new character. Right. Right. So, yeah, we've we've been following Sam from start to finish and we're going to continue to see him in Captain America 4, which is uh, pretty dope. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I am, too. Yeah. No word if um, Bucky's going to be in this, though. Winter Soldier. I mean, I think he's a big part of the Captain America universe. I think he's going to be in it. Yeah. Gotta be. I mean, yeah, it only makes sense. Um. But who knows? Where... I, I would be happy if they gave him a second season of just make it the Falcon or I'm sorry, um, just make it the Winter Soldier. He gets a TV show where he kind of does his little espionage, whatever stuff. And then he pops up in the movies. Yeah. And then it's like he's he's the second second guy on, in the movies to Anthony Mackie's Captain America. I would dig that. There's still yeah. a lot to uh, to address from the uh, from the show. They left enough yeah. on the table there where they need to go back and, and kind of clean it up. So, yeah, I'd be down for a second season just starring yeah, Winter agreed. Soldier or, you know, focusing on him. Like, switch it around. Do Winter Soldier and Captain America or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that if they're going to do the movie, I think there should be less Captain America, Anthony Mackie on the TV show, though. Like, Ooh, I got one for you. Yeah. Release them at the same time. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I've got one that's never going to happen, but I'd love to see because the bridge is burned now. I would have loved to have seen, and maybe we can get um, Florence Pugh, but um, having Black Widow and Winter Soldier, Mm. that would have been cool to me. But maybe they can play, have Florence Pugh come on that show. Yeah. I I think, um, I don't know, is is the embargo up? Would you say on on where she's going to pop up next? Because we know, but everybody may not have seen Black Widow. Spoilers for Black Widow. Stop the episode. Come back after you've seen it. Yeah. All right, continue. So she's going to pop up on the Hawkeye series next because she's going to be hunting Clint. You know. Yeah, I swear to God, if they kill her off in that, I will riot. She needs to kill him. Take his head. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's the most likely thing. The most likely outcome of this, I I would say, I would put money on this as being one option, is that, you know, since we know Kate Bishop is a big part of the Hawkeye series, um, they're going to retire Clint. They might take one of his arms or something like that or, or you know, like make it so yeah. he can't use a bow anymore. And he's take training. Arms. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's their go-to move. You win so hard on him. I mean, you know, it'd be kind like, of hard to arch. Like, not Hawkeye? <laughs> not, like, not like retiring to be with his family hey. or anything like that. You're like, take one of his arms. <laughs> straight up. In, in Old Man Logan, in the comic, they just straight up made him blind. They made yeah. the guy named Hawkeye blind. I mean, how on the nose yeah. is that? 
So at least I'm yeah, just God like, you know. God forbid someone just decides not to be a hero anymore. <laughs> he tried that. He kept getting pulled back in. I'm saying they got to, like, make him take a seat. And there's yeah. nothing like losing a limb to, like, really, like, drive the point yeah. home. You know, like, hey, maybe you should let someone else do this for a little while. You've 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 fought a lot. Maybe take a break. <laughs> yeah, sit down, bud. Your, your kids, down. your kids could use a dad. Maybe just hang out there for a while. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's gonna be at least part of the uh, the Hawkeye miniseries, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But I don't know if we're ever gonna see like an Avengers again. You know. And I, I agree. When is that Hawkeye series supposed to come out, by the way? Because they're filming it now? I think they're done filming. I think it's going to come out um, near the end of the year. I oh, so. okay. Yeah. Wow. It yeah. seems like a, a short period of time, especially given that, you know, Black Widow just came out. Well, Black, Lo- blah, Black Widow was delayed a year, though. Oh, yeah. Um, or roughly. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm looking it up here. It says November 24th. Is when uh, Hawkeye is going to debut. Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So that's the next one. That's up next. Uh, after yeah, well, when is Miss Marvel happening? That's sandwiched somewhere in there too. What? Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought that was like next year. No, it says late 2021. Well, shit. <laughs> Yeah, because the way it worked before, I know at one point there was going to be a schedule that worked out that we would get new Marvel content every week, whether it be a show or a movie release, you know, but, you know, things got delayed. Which is a bit much. It's a bit, it's a bit much. And honestly, it's kind of tough to sit through that whole pomp and circumstance Marvel intro every single week. But (laughs) I still haven't watched Loki and I won't. Yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't care. That's the thing, guys. I just don't care. And that's okay. And that's fine. It's fine. You know, this is, this is the good thing about, this is the, the, this is the value of comic media. This is why comic books are cool. Because, you know, aside from the movies, if you're just a, a comic reader and you come across something and it says, oh, this is going on in this other part of the universe. Here's the issue. There's like usually a box. A little tiny text box on the page for Marvel that or DC, you know, one of the big boys. It says like, hey, uh, if you want to know more about this story, check out Loki number 45 and you can read that, whatever. And it either entices you to go check out that issue or it just tells you, hey, you're not missing something here. It just didn't happen in this book. And I think that's that's yeah. what we have to settle for in a lot of these situations because there's so much media out there now. Agreed. Yeah. You know, and it's just like you and I having a conversation like, hey, anything interesting happened on Loki? Well, here's the important bits if you don't care about, you know, seeing it. Okay, cool. So now I know. Yeah. And that's it. You just talk to a friend. Yeah, which I really appreciate. I was like, dude, do I need to? And he really, no. No. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) I had some time. I kind of liked it, but. Yeah, I can't like recommend it. Like, <laughs> don't spend eight hours watching it just because you want to be a completist. Just hey, here's what happened. That's it. No, <laughs> I definitely don't care. No. That's I, I'm that completist thing is not me. You know, yeah. I don't know why. There's I'm um, weird. what if is going on right now every Wednesday. It's uh oh yeah, new episodes. Yeah. I I might watch that one. I don't know. I think you'll really like the first episode, at least the first episode. It's, yeah. uh, you know, um, 
the one that came out today, I've been avoiding everything about it because I, I know it's, um, Chadwick Boseman's last performance <sighs> as T'Challa and I just kind of want to cry. Yeah. So cry. I'm, I'm saving that until after the show because I didn't want to be yeah. all like, you know, boohooing about it. And yeah. Them, I understand that. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll report back later, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, people are, people seem to be enjoying what if so far. Um, yeah. So. Shout out to Anthony Mackie getting that cash. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Okay. Our last bit of news here is uh, that they're making Mike Schur, who you guys know from making Parks and Rec. Um, he is making a TV drama adaptation of Field of Dreams for Peacock. Nice. And it's going to be, it's a scripted drama written by Schur, and it's going to be a mixture of family, baseball, and Iowa. Huh. I'm, I'm already kind of sold on this, honestly, because I love The Good Place. You know, I, I love, um, you know, everything, uh, Mike Schur makes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Field of Dreams is not my favorite baseball movie. I realize it's like everyone's favorite baseball movie. The best baseball movie is A League of Their Own. I was gonna ask what was <laughs> A League of Their Own. Okay, I feel like this is a this is one of those top three lists right here. Like, what are your top three baseball movies? Baseball movies. Um, are there three baseball movies that you can make a top three out of? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes, Matt. There are multiple oh. baseball movies. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I mean, A League of Their Own is my favorite. Um, I, it's hard not to put Field of Dreams because Field of Dreams is about like mysticism and things bigger than yourself and family. And like, there's a lot of like spirituality wrapped up in it. It's got a lot of that, that stuff that I really love. Uh, so yeah, probably field of dreams. Uh, I, 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 another Kevin Costner. I remember really loving for the love of the game, although Mm. it's been a long time since I've seen that one. Oh my head. I mean, The Sandlot is always fun. Oh, uh, wow. okay, okay. Yeah, that's a fun kids movie and stuff. But yeah, um, I so I'm looking forward to this. My like, top, my top three baseball movies. League Angels of Their Own. In the outfield. Oh. League, League of Their Own is number one. Yeah. <laughs> Sandlot is number two. Number three, Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, yeah. Hardball was good. Mm. It had a white savior problem, but mm-hmm. that was a good movie. Mr. 3000 um, starring Bernie Mac. That was decent. Yes. Yes. Of, yeah. of course. You know, what's a good underrated one? And I don't know. I don't know if this could be considered a baseball movie, but I just enjoyed it. And I don't, I think it's, I think it's a fun movie. Not everyone loves it, but fever pitch. Oh which yeah. Was with, with Jimmy Fallon, it, I think it was one, I think it was probably the only palatable Jimmy Fallon movie, <laughs> and and palatable is up for debate. Not Taxi with him and Queen Latifah. Fuck no, <laughs> no, no. I watched that in a hotel, oh. in a hotel room. Oh no. When I was like ten, when that came out, Man. and I still fucking regretted it. Was that supposed like, to be like a movie version of the TV show Taxi, or just share the name? I'm hoping, I think it just shared the name. Okay, good. Because I, I still yeah. feel like they that was of the era where they were making like full length versions of TV shows, uh, full length movie versions of TV right. shows like The Addams Family, of course. Wasn't that Beverly wasn't Hillbillies? That like, right. <laughs> wasn't that a 
the just the premise of like he's a cop. I need to commandeer this vehicle, and then you're along for the zany adventure. I think that was the whole plot. I never saw it, honestly. I saw the preview, and I'm like, I'm out. That's I'm I, I saw it when I was little. It was enough. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, so Mike Schur is making this, um, this you know, baseball show. It mm. sounds like it's going to be kind of in a like a Ted Lasso type of show. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's. I mean, that's what I want to see. Like, really, so. Mike sure sold me on this. When I heard Field of Dreams, the series, I'm like, ah, okay, that doesn't sound great. But when I heard Mike Sure was involved, automatically, yeah. full pass, full. And when I say pass, I mean he gets a pass because he's. I've doubted him before. I doubted him with The Good Place. I didn't think yeah. a sitcom about dying and the afterlife would have legs, but it was. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And, you know, it's just so good. They, yeah, the, the film, like, like he's clearly covering philosophical stuff and these, like, these spiritual, these big questions. Like, he did that with The Good Place. And yeah. now he's going to, I think he's going to do that same thing and also talk, like, so he, The Good Place dealt with that. Parks and Rec dealt with friendship, right? Mm, right. If, the, if you can kind of encapsulate what that show was, it was friendship. Um, and now he's going to be doing like these types of things, but with family, because like it's going to be a family drama. That's what Field of Dreams is. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, baseball as well. But ultimately, at the end of the day, Field of Dreams is is about this man and his family and his father's legacy. Like that's it's all it's it's a it's a big father son story. It always comes back to that. So <laughs> so like he's going to be doing that now, like. Uh, yeah, I want to see his take on that. I want to see what spiritual elements they bring to it because, I mean, the whole thing, like, the, he builds the field. For those who haven't seen the movie, like, I, I mean, I think it's worth watching. Yeah. But, like, he's building this because he's basically having, like, visions, you know? Like, it's it's a – he's having dreams. He's having, you know, something bigger than him. And it's kind of like, did he go insane you know, yeah, that's it's a it's an interesting premise um, and I'm very excited to see what he'll do with it. Yeah. Um, there was another show about the afterlife on Amazon Prime. Do you remember what that was? Um, was that the the video game show? No, no. Because um, that show was good. Well, maybe we are talking about the same thing. I think I the found one it. with the guy who was on The Flash. Maybe it's called Upload. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, okay, yeah. I I said video game, but, you know. So I wonder what, because that one, it kind of had a similar premise, but it was more based in, like, the technology is the interesting thing about this show, you know? And it was so close to a good place, it was like, all right, it's kind of, um... And it's the other creator of The Office, correct? Right, so it was definitely, yeah, Robbie Amell. Robbie Amell was the guy. Um, it was a good show, though. I watched it, and I, I want to see more of it. They left I, on a cliffhanger, too. They did, and it only had yeah. one season. Well, that was They're bringing it back. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. It never got canceled. It just, it was just, you know. It just, um, it always seemed like maybe Mike Sure was having a conversation with Greg Daniels, and he was like, hey, you know what? What if I do this, but with VR? But yeah. it's it's a good show. I mean, it is it is an enjoyable show. I'll say that. Christ, this. Matthew, that show came out in April of 2020. 
It is not that old. I'm sorry. It premiered in May, May 1st of 2020. That was five years ago. And that was not. You're like, remember that show, Matthew? Dude, how much is how many? Okay, I know. I have watched. I, I am not. Hey, I am not. <laughs> I have watched three years equivalent of television in this past year, and I I can say that I, with my whole I'm chest. Not, I no, I'm I'm not criticizing you. I I am I am saying I have the shock as well. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was like two, three years. No, like that was like three years ago, right? No, no, it was May. It was last May. Man, it doesn't seem like it. It really doesn't even seem like it. Now that I think about it, like I want to say, yeah, it <laughs> it must have been around that time because I think I watched it during the day before D got sent home because of the pandemic. Like my job sent me home way before they sent her home. So yeah, there were, there was a couple of months I was just chilling by myself, you know, but, uh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Time does fly. Um, I know you're still catching up on, um, Brooklyn nine, nine, but yeah, I, I'm, I am catching up. Did you not like something? What? I don't understand. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that there's no way to enjoy it at face value anymore for me. That sucks. It does. And I know it's, I know it's subjective. I know that everybody's not going to have that same reaction to it. Um, but the show does address a couple things that happened during, uh, you know, between seasons in the real world as well. Um, there's a couple things that happen with characters because of that without getting too much into it. And it's like, damn, that's pretty sad. And I, Watch this show to laugh, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, there's also, like, even the magic of Terry Crews is kind of worn off at this point. Oh, because yeah, because he... Ugh. He puts his foot in his mouth a lot, and then, when he gets a chance to clarify, he just goes ahead and puts that other foot in there, too. So, yeah. It's it's just not the same show it was when it went off the air. Yeah. I, ha- I haven't caught up with it. For those reasons, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah, exactly. And I know everybody's not going to have this reaction, but it's just me watching it. And I'm like, man, it feels like I wonder if we can have cop shows at face value anymore where it's just like, no, these are the good guys and we're off. I don't think so. I at least not for a while. Um, If we actually fix things and kind of make things (laughs) better. Yeah. Then, yeah, there might not be as much like contempt and and shit, but for now, nah, I don't think so. I would almost re- recommend just like skipping ahead and watching this first episode of the season just to see what I'm talking about. But yeah, I will. Okay, all right. That, or you I, can just tell me. Like, I want to discuss it with mic. you. Yeah, I definitely want to discuss yeah. it with you because yeah, it's... I, I mean, I'm I'm honestly okay with that too. If you just want to tell me what happened for sure, and then you know. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But we're not going to do that to you guys because we respect no. you. Yeah. <laughs> we want to give you some time. That's it right. It just came out a couple days ago. So we've got friends that are doing cool things, and that's always a good feeling. I'm really happy to say that uh, Be Your Scary Best has launched their Discord, and it's a lot of fun. We just got on there today. Yeah. It just Yeah, just started it today. Already. I mean, they're doing like, streaming stuff and great discussions about horror films so if that's your jam i mean 
you got to check them out. We're going to spread that link around so you can get in there. Yeah, yeah. If you message us, I'll send you the link, guys. For sure. It's open. It's not. Hello? Ours, ours oh. is a Patreon exclusive. Sorry, guys. It is a club. You got to join. It's a club. Uh, but you can get in there at <laughs> patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. But this one is not that. So we can send you a link if you want to hit us up on any social medias. If you want to discuss horror related stuff, books, movie, mostly movies, but also TV shows, video games, all of that. Our friends at Be Your Scary Best, ugh, Be Your Scary Best have a, uh, a discord now. Yeah. So if you just send us a, like, hey, I want to join that discord, I'll shoot you over the link. No for big deal. For sure. For sure. Um, on that same vein. Um, I want to give a shout out to the board over at uh, Chicago Nerd Social Club because let me tell you, they've been working amazingly hard on putting together a discord uh, for people in Chicago and everywhere at this point. If you want to come get a taste of Chicago, <laughs> you can come to the Chicago Nerd Social Club discord channel. Um, if you follow CNSC on Twitter or uh, if you're part of the Facebook group, the links are you can, they're right there for you. But, yeah, there's a ton of categories. Uh, people are starting anime clubs already. And, of course, we have our book club and stuff like that. We're going to we're gonna do some watch-alongs later on. But those are kind of like locked down right now because there's already over, like, close to 200 people in this group now. So moderation wow, has yeah. been uh, eventful. Um, no, but it's, it's a great group of people, a friendly group of folks. Uh, you're going to love them. So go ahead and jump on in. It's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As an but honorary Chicagoan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The best place to get a hold of me is on our on our socials and on in our Patreon. That's right. Uh, Patreon exclusive Discord. So Patreon yeah. exclusive Discord, but that's not all we got for the Patreon. Oh no. There's bonus episodes. There's mm-hmm. fun. There's stickers. There's stories. Pins. There's all kinds yeah. of stuff. Pins. We got pins. Yeah. We, got, we got pins, yo. Come on down. We got Lex, Lex and I have excellent adventure pins that Matt designed himself. They mm. look awesome. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With more to come. There's always more to come. My yeah. my mind is bottomless full of pop culture references, so keep on coming back. Um, That's true. I was going to just stop you. at my mind is bottomless, but yeah. Um, yeah, so of course, at Lex and Matt across the board, we, I think we mentioned that, patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, Lex. Did you land on a TikTok name for yourself yet? No, I don't have a new TikTok name. Uh, <laughs> give me, give me till next week, and I will promote my TikTok. Uh, I'm just, I'm really fucking frustrated that Lexalent <laughs> is taken. I can't. I, I'm just, I'm upset. I, I need a new TikTok name that's shorter because the one that I have now was a temporary, just like, oh, I'm watching TikTok mm-hmm. name, and it's too long for people to find. And I wanted to use Lexalent, and some motherfucker has my name. Some punk ass Mark got in there and took it, it, just squatting on it. So anyway, don't harass that person. But anyway, you can. I mean, don't. No. So next week we will reveal what uh, what Lexus. Yeah, I'll come up with something. Nothing is like getting me right now. Okay. So. okay. But that's my my Discord name is Lexcellent, and I I enjoy that. Yes. Name, but you know, I guess I could do Lexcellent with a number scheme behind it. But that's, I wonder not, if 
if you put a little like you know little little flag on there like lexalente will that work yeah i don't know i don't think so i don't think you can do that okay well that's a good idea though tune in next week folks same <laughs> lex time same matt channel uh i'm matt peters and i'm lex lutes be excellent to each other mm-hmm. bye